cafe anyway. Mike's Daily Podcast. It's FF episode 2471, 2471. Has it been, oh, has it been a good day for you? Mike's Daily Podcast. It's fine here at Cafe Anyway, somewhere in Podcastro Valley. The last place on earth is where we are. And I think we shall be doing this show after we had a little bit of a hiatus. Oh, we'll go with a Mike's Daily Podcast topic today that is something I'm trying to do. And that is Mike's get into some good habits. Daily we have these podcasts. tendencies to get into yeah. bad habits. But what about getting into good habits? That's something I've been thinking about a lot lately. Discussing that with my lovely lady friend. Thinking about that. So first, you're supposed to start small. Small steps. Small adjustments. Most people got that mindset to achieve everything in a single day. And as Howard Jones said, don't try to live your life in one day. Which gets them nothing in the end. Instead of going for fixing everything in a small amount of time, it's better to make small yet effective adjustments so that your mind can handle these gradual positive changes in a proper way. Now, today's podcast... It's not going to be that long. It's going to be pretty short because I want to make a small adjustment to try and get this going right. But a better example would be if you want to lose weight, then the best way to do that is not by switching straight away to do a healthy diet overnight because it can cause various health issues when not done right. The reason is the fact that it takes a decent amount of time of willpower determination, interest, knowledge, and practice to develop a new habit. And if you use... If you, if you try to do it all overnight, you're more likely to get tired of it. And here's today's podcast picture. And the podcast picture, which is always tricky to do here at the beginning of the podcast, will do from a week ago. Yes, some that's what we'll do. A week, about a week ago, there's a nice sunset. Oh, yeah, let's do that sunset picture. From Podcaster Valley, see it at mikesdailypodcast.com. You know, that's what the website that I have. And sometimes there's podcast pictures of the late great Basil the Boxer as well. Which you can also see there at mikesdailypodcast.com. But it... When... Yes. What? Uh, Words of encouragement from the late great Basil the Boxer. Whenever you decide to develop any good habits, one of the key elements is to stay optimistic. Positive thinking not only helps you to overcome negative feelings, but also enables you to deal with stress-related issues in an effective manner. Positive thinking doesn't mean ignoring all the things and continuing with your daily activities, but it's about reacting positively to all the unpleasant things. Like today, at my job, uh, is a, there was a power outage. The power 
to the area was gone. And that meant, well, when you have a radio station, you kind of need power. Or any kind of company where you rely on computers, you're going to need power. <laughs> we needed power for the transmitters, etc. <sighs> There's one thing after another after that today. So I'm pretty tired. Identify all your triggers and your obstacles. In order to develop a good habit, you must have a clear idea about all the triggers and obstacles. If you don't do that, then you're likely to face failure. When you start to form a good habit, there'll be certainly bad days, but that doesn't mean you should come back to old habits to deal with them. Take time to think about what's holding you back. Sometimes it's not the good habit that is a challenge to adopt, but it's all the things that are attached to it that make it a hassle holding you back from practicing that good habit. Once you identify the things that hold you back, then it becomes easy to come up with a perfect solution to overcome those problems. You can create a plan to succeed with failure in mind. When you work towards building a new habit, don't expect to succeed in just a few days without any hassle. It's possible that you might have to face failure many times before successfully becoming habitual of that good habit. And get support from your friends and family. Your friends and family have a lot to do with your change in habits. If you let them know regarding which habit you want to build, then they will definitely offer you a supporting hand that can make things easier for you. Celebrate your small wins too because they motivate you toward achieving something bigger. It not only helps you in minimizing the chances of slipping back into the old habit, but also pushes you towards making a good habit part of your life. And when you reward yourself for making progress, you stimulate the reward circuit of your brain that gives you a sense of achievement and motivates you to do even better. And you can also work on your environment. Suppose you have decided to eat clean, but when you open the door of your fridge, you find all the junk food in it. That will be hard. Make it harder for you. Focus on building a routine. You must focus on doing it on a daily basis because what, once you do that regularly, then you will not only be able to practice that habit more, it will become part of your daily routine. Like doing a daily podcast. Which as you know I am not always successful with Make a journal To list all your wins And your mistakes Have more clarity You must be clear regarding What you want to adopt What what you want this habit to be What has importance What importance this habit has In your life And how it helps you In achieving your goals as we go outside a cafe anyway, we're bringing Mike's Daily Podcast somewhere in Podcastro Valley. Anyway. The last place on earth. You should replace self-judgment with self-compassion. And it is, instead of judging yourself, it's better to motivate yourself with a can-do attitude to make it happen even if it's difficult for you. There is a phenomenon of self-judgment. When you take responsibility for various mistakes on your shoulders, which create the feeling of guilt and shame, these feelings to have, tend to have negative 
consequences. That's why it's better to think towards a good habit with self-compassion instead of self-judgment so that you can give yourself some empathy and love. And that will help you with making a good habit. Give yourself some time and focus on one good habit at a time. Let's decide, let's say you've decided to eat healthy food and exercise. What happens with this is you quickly become exhausted from both of them because you're demanding too much from your body in a short amount of time. Get the both done successfully is to do them one by one. You have to have the mindset of working towards all the good habits together and prepare yourself to face failure in adopting most of them because that's not always the way it works. So do it one by one. And that's all from weak plan, not like a plan that's weak, but a plan that you do every week. Weakplan.net came up with all of that and got me started on talking about it today. Because I wanted to bring up stuff that was fascinating to me. One of the things that fascinates me is Kenny Loggins. <laughs> and you know him probably best from Danger Zone or Footloose. Both songs from popular movies in the 80s. Kenny Loggins had a meal ticket. And that was, he found that when he wrote a song and it was put in a movie, although he did not write um, Danger Zone. But in fact, the song was originally pitched to Starship. Because Starship, hey, you got planes, you got jets, Starship, it all works together. But the guys in Starship were like, you know, we're still kind of attached to Jefferson Airplane because that's where we came from. And we're, that was when we were all about peace and love and everything. And here's a movie all about war and jets and fighting the Russians or whoever that enemy was in that movie. Who knows? So... It was pitched to Kenny Loggins And of course he had a huge hit with it Is one of his biggest songs He was saying that, that he needed a song That was more of a rocker He wanted to move into that field And it turned out to be very successful for him But Kenny Loggins really milked All of the songs having to do with movies And it, it seemed like None of the songs in the 80s That he did that were not attached to any song that was not attached to a movie somehow did not do so well for him. So we start off with in the early, early 80s, Caddyshack and I'm All Right with the Dancing Gopher and Bill Murray. I'm all right. Nobody worry about me. Why you want to give me a fight? Why can't you just let it be? I'm all right. That was a big song. There was then, of course, Footloose. And then there was a song also off that soundtrack that did pretty well called I'm Free. Came from the movie. I think it's when he's dancing, doing that in the warehouse. And he's flying through the air, as I recall. And I finally saw Footloose all the way from beginning to end, like, last year. With my lovely lady friend. And we were like, this is kind of violent in that one part there with the... Girlfriend getting beat up But then He did Top Gun And there was another song Playing with the boys 
that uh, was, I guess, a lot of guys in that video, a lot of sweaty guys it's for the women or for guys that like that, that kind of thing. And beach ball. That's right. It was, uh, they were playing volleyball, beach ball, volleyball or something like that. And then, then we get to over the top with Sylvester Stallone because Sylvester Stallone was also doing his own bit of trying to mine for money in the movie world by doing movies that had to do with the same exact thing over and over again. Of course, he did a bunch of Rocky movies and then, hey, I've done too many movies about boxing. Why don't I do a movie about competing in the world of arm wrestling? And so from that soundtrack, Sammy Hagar had a song that I liked over the top that didn't do that well. But then Kenny Loggins released Meet Me Halfway Across the Sky. And that was a big song. And then Caddyshack 2 came out. And there was a song from that called um, I'm Going All The Way or something like that. I forgot. Oh, uh, Nobody's Fool. That's right. And then we get nothing from... Well, Kenny had released some singles later on in the early 90s. And he was starting to get a little bit more about... Wanted to write more about introspective, more adult matter. He was writing about the environment with the song Conviction of the Heart, which... As I recall, he was able to sue Garth Brooks for basically stealing the song Elements of Conviction of the Heart, which he put into Standing Outside the Fire. There was some kind of lawsuit or settlement that took place with that song. He had the song about divorce called The Real Thing. I did it for you and the boys. That one And as as I say often I cannot remember lyrics And then finally Oh that other song from that same album But then we don't really hear so much from Kenny Loggins But he still tours He's got a lot of songs under his belt He's got the stuff he did with Loggins and Messina And I find it fascinating I I also went on this long talk About the success and the interesting discography of the Australian band that was headed by Iva Davies called Ice House. Uh, one of the 30-somethings that I work with was like, Hey, Ice House, I like a couple of their songs. And then I played, unfortunately, he set me off and I <laughs> then chewed his ear off for about 10 minutes about Ice House and was playing songs off of Spotify for him. Loved Ice House Oh I got Primitive Man And Man of Colors Great songs on those albums And Iva wrote, wrote most of those So there you go Good habits Remembering good music Be positive in this negative world All kinds of strange news stories Came out today There were a couple of Interesting headlines that I saw today One was that Anne Heche, you know, she got into that accident. She crashed her car into a Mar Vista home. Apparently had narcotics in her system. And apparently a second blood test will, it, uh, will be administered. 
that will rule out that they will try to rule out any substances that were given at the hospital as part of Haish's medical treatment. But a spokesperson for the LA Police Department said a blood test showed the presence of narcotics, but those initial findings could be invalidated if medications at the hospital turned out to be narcotics. Kaylee Kuoko, another celebrity, had a personal intervention after the her divorce and asked a flight attendant oh asked flight attendant production for help HBO's the flight attendant uh, she didn't shy away from asking for support while processing her split from her ex-husband Carl Cook one month in she says I had an intervention on myself in my trailer all my producers were there and I said I need help it was interesting to say that out loud and to have everyone be like, yes, we want to help. I'm a working woman and so independent and I really take pride in being able to do everything. Well, this time I literally couldn't. Let that be a lesson to all of us. 36 years old, Kelly Cuoco is. Now, one other thing in the news that was a bit interesting. Donald Trump baselessly bashed Obama for transferring records from the White House to Chicago. Donald Trump invoked Barack Obama. Uh, Trump and Fox News delivered the what about defense of Obama transferring records to Chicago after his term, but Obama was able to do so because it was processed through the National Archives, which owns the records. Uh, Trump is no longer satisfied with solely talking about Hillary Clinton's emails when it comes to deflecting potential allegations. He mishandled classified documents. And the what happened to the 30 pages of documents taken from the White House to Chicago by Barack Hussein Obama, he wrote in a Thursday post on his Truth Social Network. Tens of thousands of Obama's documents were transported to to Chicago, but those items were shipped to a federal government facility. Exactly the thing that's supposed to happen with the president's records. Federal law requires the president and their administrations to keep a detailed collection of emails, documents, and even gifts from their time in office, since all those things are actually the property of the American people. And in Obama's case, the National Archives took legal ownership of Obama's documents and then began the long process of sorting through the material before the public could request it years later. Some of this material was then turned over to Obama's presidential library, which again is the process that's supposed to happen. This according to Business Insider. Now, lest you think that, oh, anybody who criticizes Trump hates Trump and has some kind of backstory of how uh, oh they you know they're just going to be against him no matter what no 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 what about the facts and yes there's that saying don't let the facts get in the way of a good story don't let the facts get in the way of your judgment on things this is exactly what happens it's supposed to happen this way and if, if you follow the logic that Trump can do no wrong and everything that he has done wrong is because of what the media invents and cooks up, 
or overblows, embellishes just to make money? Come on. At some point, take those blinders off. It would seem. And I would say that about a Democrat president. I would say that about any president, any politician. The facts start to stack up at some point and you just got to go, yeah. I mean, why couldn't he have done that? And finally, Americans can claim social security retirement benefits as early as age 62. But that's not always the best option. The longer you wait to collect, the higher your social security payment when you do decide to collect. The main benefit of coming out of retirement to head back to the workplace is that you have another source of income that could potentially increase the average wages your social security benefits are based on. Now, I have a financial advisor who is in his 70s and has no plan to quit anytime soon. He is also a hardcore Republican that the first thing he said to me when I met with him on Saturday, he said to me, isn't Joe Biden uh, got uh, the uh, dementia? And, you know, and, and there it went from there. I'm like, okay, let me hear you out. Okay, right, yeah. Okay, but you, you're sure you've diagnosed him with dementia? Okay, all right. You sure that's not the media taking a spin on that story as well? But if you are under your full retirement age and earn enough money, you might end up temporarily forfeiting Social Security income That might not be such a bad thing. However, it basically means your benefits will be temporarily reduced or stopped in order to increase your benefits in the future. This is according to the uh, Motley Fool and also Yahoo Finance and an article by Vance Cariaga, which came out today. But we're outside a cafe anyway, somewhere in Podcaster Valley. Look who's here. Oh, Mike Matthews, it's only two hard gift shops here. Well, that was all really fascinating stuff. Mike Matthews, I'm not a Muppet. You're not a Muppet? No, Mike Matthews. Good. And I am not energetic. I am pretty worn out today, so we're going to wrap up the podcast. But first, let's say hi to these guys. Hi, Mike, this is Floyd the Floor Man. And this is John Deere, the engineer. Yeah, we're pretty worn out, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's been a long day full of technical issues and I'm done with technical issues. So we're we're just going to wrap it up and say, hey, got to be optimistic. When life throws a bunch of lemons at you, make that lemonade and add a little extra agave. It tastes so good. Next show and spike it. But, you know, responsibly, just a little bit, maybe a tiny bit if you're uh, uh, an adult. Kids, don't spike your lemonade is all I'm saying. There'll be plenty of time for that when you're much, 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 much older. And then maybe don't do it so much. Just a tiny bit. I don't know. My name is Mike. I did not invent Mike's hard lemonade, but it exists. Next show, it'll be the wonderful Benita, the disgruntled fiddle player and the brewmaster. And you can chime in like a wind chime, like a door chime, like a chime, the chimes of the... uh, What do they call that place? The Chimes. There's a place in Oakland that's over by the cemetery in Piedmont. It's called the Chimes. Oh, no. 
Chapel of the Chimes in Oakland. Thank you. Thank you, Internet, for helping me. And I did Bing, a Bing search on that because you get points. That was my plug and my slug is... Bing is, you know, Bing. But yes, so if you'd like to comment about that. And also, I wanted to say, oh, we'll have to do another podcast soon because I did not get to some other interesting stories that flew past me recently. And the fact that people send me some very interesting audio and some stuff that I'm like, okay, once upon a time, I did like to have people on my show. I used to like to have uh, musicians on my show, but I didn't after a while because musicians tended to flake on me. And if I played music of theirs on, let's say, a podcast that I posted on YouTube, I would get dinged by YouTube and they would pull down my podcast not because i said something that was politically motivated or con- or conspiratorial or whatever but yeah i've been still getting uh emails from people and been getting these little like samples of stuff that people do this person's name colin cameron Okay, there you go. And I can I can only play that much or I'll get dinged. <laughs> so there you go. People still sending me stuff. And who else? I'll play one other for you. Um, Daniel G. Harmon, who I did once interview. Very nice guy. He was on time. He didn't flake on me. He's working with someone named Hush Child. Hush Child. And it sounds a little something like this. Let's see. them up there on Bandcamp, which I've discovered this past weekend. They are in downtown Oakland. I did not know that. So, okay. Thank you. 336-MM-DAILY if you want to call and tell me what you think of any of that stuff that I just played. Which one of those two did you like better? Did you like the first one or the second one? <laughs> Colin or Daniel? Which one did you like better? 336-MM-DAILY. Call now. 336 336- M.M. Daily. Gosh, that harkens back to the days I was on K-Hay and doing the... Uh, what did we call it? I called it the... Is it great or fish bait? Because we lived right next to the ocean there in Ventura. You should go visit it. It's beautiful. Right by the water in downtown Ventura and Oxnard and Oxnard Shores and all that. Port Wyneme, Silver Strand. Ah, uh, Point Magoo, the beach is so beautiful. So, which one uh, do you like it? Which one do you like better? That's what I'm asking. And if you'd like to email me with more on that, it's a friend. Mike's Daily Podcast is written and produced and performed by Mike Matthews. His podcast is super easy to find. Download or listen to his show and read his blog at mikesdailypodcast.com. Email Mike now at mikesdailypodcast at gmail.com. See you tomorrow. Bye.